Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to the JTH show. Today, let's talk about how are homeless in Germany living in the future, and what's the big deal with Dave Chappelle contracting COVID? But first, roll the intro. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us again for another episode. If you're new here, we try to do these daily episodes where uh, Josh and I uh, talk about what's current, you know, happening in the world, what's going on with news and hopefully anything and everything that matters to you. Um, as always, you can catch this episode and any of our other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Radio Public. So, uh, yeah, uh, Josh, ready to start? Yeah, ready to start. Uh, we've had enough of the uh, the Joe Biden Trump. Uh, I guess what 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 do you want to call it? Saga or something like that. So let let's move on to something a bit different this time, shall we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough with the with the trilogy saga, whatever that is. Right, that uh, it is definitely for sure to be continued. But for now, let's move on to some other types of news. Uh, and we're going to start with an article out of the Independent uh, titled. Futuristic sleeping pods for homeless people installed in German city. Now, here, um, you know, I, I think I've mentioned before, right, that this one hits a little bit to home or any, any really any German news in the last few years because I personally have a, a good buddy of mine who is from Germany. So I, uh, I saw this article. Now, something else, by the way, that, you know, when I saw this article that kind of also set off like a light bulb in my head is hold on can this work in america of course right which is where i am right now i mean i'm in texas in the u.s for anybody watching outside the u.s specifically where i'm where i'm originally from which is uh, san diego california because as many people know california has a massive homelessness problem right it's uh it's, it's unfortunate but it is something that's very real now going back to the article um, it says windproof and waterproof sleep pods have been installed in the streets of a German city in order to house homeless. The wood and steel cabins, which can fit up to two people, protect against cold, wind, and humidity. They also guarantee fresh air circulations. The pods were introduced to the city of Ulum, 75 miles west of Munich, on the 8th of January, in parks and in other places where homeless people sleep a city spokesperson said. Now, a couple things, of course, right, that immediately come to mind if I were to tell you, hey, what about, you know, let's, what about we do, um, you know, I don't know, sleeping pods for homeless is, well, how big are they going to be? You know, uh, what do they look like? And, uh, you know, they, they, you know, what are they going to be made out of? And as you heard right now, it's apparently uh, steel and, and wood. And of course, what are we talking when we, when we say pod? Well, the article goes on to, to add that to ensure privacy, there are no cameras in the pods, but the openings of the doors triggers a motion sensor which alerts social workers who check on the pods following its use to ensure that it can be cleaned and also to provide assistance to anyone using the unique form of accommodation. The pods right now, according to this, uh, are equipped with even solar and are connected to a, a radio network, allowing occupants to communicate 
without the dependency of a mobile network. What, what does that mean? Well, of course, again, because these are being installed uh, due to uh, harsh uh, weather conditions, right? Where a lot of people that are homeless have to, you know, have to unfortunately sometimes sleep outside and it can be very dangerous. In fact, it can be deadly, right? Even in a somewhere, you know, again, where I'm from, like San Diego, California, where relatively the weather is always like beautiful. It's always like between low, maybe 75 to upwards of 85, right? In most areas uh, of, of the city. Even then, when weather, when when winter really hits San Diego, I have heard news growing up of people that were found on, on, on park benches, you know, uh, they had passed away because, again, really bad uh, weather conditions. So I can only imagine in, in Germany, right, it could be, it's probably worse. So what they're saying here is, listen, that's the primary reason. And of course, because there is such bad weather conditions sometimes, we don't want these people to maybe be snowed in as well. So we're going to equip them with some kind of a communication system, right? So they can at least say, hey, I'm, I'm in this pod or I'm stuck in here or I need medical assistance. So all that sounds great. In addition, of uh, the article says that the these pods are called uh, Ulmer nests and uh, they can also host up to two people and are mainly for people that are unfortunately uh, in a position where they cannot be housed in a normal uh, homeless shelter, people with psychological problems or people with pets. So uh, it is, of course, not a hotel. So I don't know that anybody would use these as, as a hotel. Uh, I can also not imagine that they're going to smell the best, you know, which leads us down the road of like, interesting smell. Well, what 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 would these things smell like? Well, let's let's consider <laughs> some things, right? I don't want to be harsh or or sound, you know, uh, like I'm, you know, de- I'm demeaning these individuals, but these these individuals usually, right, don't have the best hygiene. At least the the homeless people that I came across in my you know my city of of San Diego, um, unfortunately, you know, they don't they don't like to take showers regularly, whether because they don't want to or maybe because they can't, they don't have access to. Uh, um, you know, a way for them to regularly shower. In addition, a lot of them are big, big, big time smokers. I mean, big time. And, uh, you know, where they get the money for the smokes is a completely different question. Uh, but, you know, they are definitely big smokers. And, well, I don't know that these individuals are going to, I don't know, um, not, you know, start, you know, piping down on some of these, you know, cigarettes inside of these uh, pods. In addition to them being able to actually take a pet in there with them, if they probably don't shower as much, what do you think these animals smell like, right? So those are some of the things that came to my mind immediately. Of course, in addition to other problems, right, like it can host up to two people. A lot of these individuals are sometimes, you know, um, older, you know, they, they, they are actually in that in that age group of elderly people that already have other, other conditions and they unfortunately, you know, uh, might pass away in these pods. Uh, of course, you know, illicit stuff like, you know, doing drugs or performing sexual, you know, activity within these pods also came to mind. So Josh asked me earlier, right? What do you think? Right. And I, and I told him, listen, like with many things, um, of uh, two different mindsets. One, like many programs that exist out there in the world, fantastic. I'm glad that they're coming up with something to help those that need help, right? There are soup kitchens. There are already, again, uh, like the article says, uh, actual you know homeless shelters that people can you know attend and they sleep in you know actual cots or something. 
And just like those programs, uh, this program here, I don't know that it won't, won't be abused in some fashion, right? With everything I just mentioned. But is it still something that they shouldn't do? I don't know. Again, I asked myself, should these be installed in somewhere like where I'm from, San Diego? And, you know, it's something that I know that I would want to decide on. But, Josh, I mean, what do you think? Uh, being where you live now or where you're from originally, do you think uh, these pots would fare well there? It's a tough one. I mean, I can absolutely see why and how this could actually work very well. If we could, if we could trust the society that we live in and trust people to be honest and trust people to actually use these as they are meant to be used, hell yeah. But of course, we don't live in this utopian society where that, that's possible. With that in mind, I could completely understand why Germany would take this step, looking at everything that's going on with the world, like with COVID. I'm sure these hostels now don't allow at least half, or maybe only let in 30 to 40% of the people that they used to let in. So having an individual pod, um, so people who actually hang out with each other will be able to stay together and not spread the virus and not stay in public, Sure, that that makes complete sense. Is there a chance it's going to be used for illicit activity? Of course there is, in any society, whether it's Mexico, whether it's the US, whether it's Germany, whether it's the UK, whether it's anywhere in the world. It, it's gonna, there's going to be a problem, you know? There, there's always going to be a problem. Not everyone in society, it, there is no utopian society where there is no homelessness or anything like that. But Germany, being the humanitarian nation that it is, they're giving this a they're giving this a test. Uh, I'd like to see how it goes for them, but I don't think you'll be seeing any of those on Airbnb anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree, right? I don't think we're going to be seeing them, you know, next month rolled out, you know, worldwide or something, or even, even nationwide for Germany. Um, of course, the, 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 the article also added that, you know, these are for last resort, right? So they definitely want to encourage people to roll out to these uh, homeless shelters first. But if these uh, Ulmer uh, nests, you know, they are successful and, and they don't pose any more risks than normally, right? Uh, people dealing with, with homelessness already are dealing with, then uh, it could actually be rolled out nationwide. When, of course, that is the big question. And I think it's one of those things that we just have to see, right? We have to see how this is uh, adapted into this small city um, in comparison to rolling it out to like a major, you know, city in Germany. And then seeing, you know, how, how you know, People there, you know, adopted, and then if maybe they can roll it out to maybe neighboring uh, countries or something, and see how they do it and slowly spread. Now, I will say that you're in San Diego, for instance. Some of the crazy stuff that I've seen before, when they roll out something that is supposed to be for the betterment of the community, the betterment of people, something as simple as um, cleaner transportation. So in San Diego, they rolled out a bike program. They rolled out a electric scooter program where, yeah, you have to pay for it, right? Because it was provided by these private companies. Um, and they, man, I cannot tell you how many times, one, these ended up on the, on the, you know, the other side of the border, or two, I would see them all around, either piled up, uh, thrown on people's yards, or and uh, the completely dismantled. Like you know, and by the way, this was a lot of it was done not by like you know by by teenagers just you know trying to ca cause problems. No, no, no. A lot of these were essentially taken over by homeless people, 
right? They would somehow, you know, if they had like the, on the bikes, for instance, if they had a way for a locking mechanism to engage after someone paid for it and the time expired, those, you know, locking mechanisms were rigged, taken off, destroyed so that the, the bikes, the wheels could keep turning, you know? And again, same thing happened with the scooters. You know, they, clearly they have tracking and clearly they're electrical. And somehow people, you know, specifically the homeless community found a way to rig them, you know, for their convenience to that, you know, so that they never have to either pay again for it or they never have to give it up. And I feel that that would be <clears throat> another big thing that might happen with these pods is people taking somehow ownership of it, right? And of course, anyone can sit here and say, well, JT, um, the, you know, the cop can be called and, you know, social services. But you have to think that that's actually adding more work, right, to police officers or mm -hmm. to social workers even in having to remove these individuals because they take ownership. I mean, at least, again, from where I'm from in San Diego, they'll take ownerships of blocks, entire blocks. And in, in, in L.A., I've never been to, but in L.A., there is a there is a road. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm confusing it with Skid Road or that's what it's called or Tent City or I don't know the name exactly. But in L.A., there is a massive area of L.A. of like these makeshift tents where homeless have just completely occupied like, you know, freeway crossings or not freeway crossings, but the uh, the over crossing, the overhead crossing uh, like these bridges. It's completely overtaken where cars once drew by. You, you can't anymore. And what happens? You have police officers having to go out there, being called out regularly to break up fights between them, to make sure that, hey, um, you guys can be just uh, defecating on the street and, and and you know, using it as your public restroom. There's a countless amount of problems, right? Now, you can imagine what would happen if they roll out these pods. Well, again, why would a homeless man um, or a woman, you know, or, or, or group, like you just said earlier, right, um, say, hey, whatever, we don't want to go to the shelter Let's take over this thing because remember, people don't sleep once, once in their lifetime or twice. It's a regular thing. It's a daily thing. So it's like, hey, I just found a pod uh, competing because supply and demand, competing with other, right, uh, people for that same pod. Uh, yeah, I'm going to leave, but I'm really just going to sit outside, right? Even if there's a locking mechanism or people that go and take them out, they're just going to sit down, down there, you know, maybe a, a feet away saying, uh, oh, it's nighttime, right? Let's go right back into the pods, essentially making it their own, you know, their own property almost. So I, I see the well intention mm -hmm. behind this. I think it's a, an idea definitely that um, that can work. I just don't know how to get past all the number of problems I just mentioned. You know what I mean? It's, it's really interesting. It's funny that you should say that because now you're saying, um, actually it got my mind working when you said it's a lot of companies, which are private companies in the U.S., which are providing those kind of services. I feel like this that they're implying in, or that they're applying in Germany is actually something that has come from the taxpayer. Mm. So I, I guess maybe that's the difference in culture, you know what I mean? A lot of stuff in the States is, well, the States is run by private companies, you know what I mean? That and I think, I feel maybe a lot more in Europe, there is maybe more stuff which is run by taxpayers, by the government, by, by the people. To put it one way. So you're, you're, you're thinking is that if it's provided by, you know, the people, taxpayers, of course, you, you feel that maybe mm. has a better shot at succeeding than if it's provided by a private company? I think so. And that's because people like, oh shit, those are my taxes, which are paying for that. I better, I better be a bit more respectful. 
I don't know. That that's just that's just a theory. Just a theory. Yeah, I mean, I think people are paying taxes. Sure, sure, would be more respectful. Respectful. Uh, excuse me of these pods. I don't know that a homeless that probably doesn't. I don't know that they do. Maybe they do. Uh, pay into taxes would be right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can see how I can see the thought process in saying, if if I buy something, you know. I, I usually take care of it or if I provide for something, right? I usually take care of it more mm-hmm. than when it's just like almost handed to me um, by a private corporation. And I, you know, so I, I, I'm, I'm, at least I'm trying to get your, your, the thought process behind what you're saying. Again, I think yeah. that unfortunately uh, the, the homeless population um, has a, a major problem when it comes to dealing with mental health, which then sometimes is literally attached to substance abuse, right? And I think uh, anybody uh, can agree that it, it's a dangerous combination, right? And, and if you give individuals like that a private space, such as a pod, I don't know that, that uh, it won't make things worse. But I definitely see your, 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 your point on, on hopefully it working. Again, part of my brain says, poof, maybe this, hopefully this works, man. You know, if it's for the betterment of people and the community and Crossing my fingers, you know, uh, wishful thinking, call it. But uh, again, the more analytical side of my brain says, "Are you forgetting pretty much everything I just mentioned?" So, right, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to the last story of today, um, and that is uh, coming out uh, out of uh, the consequence of sound.net. It's really you can find it on TMZ, and you can find it on a whole bunch of other websites. But uh, here uh, the article reads, Dave Chappelle tests positive for coronavirus amid stand-up residency in Austin. So two days ago, Chappelle was photographed backstage with Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, and Grimms, who is um, uh, Elon Musk's partner. So why is it a headline? Why, why does it matter at all? Well, it, 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 for some it won't. For, for some it doesn't. Because many people will see it as a... Um, who are these people? I don't even really know them, which is, you know, maybe not a large part of the population. Um, but others will see it as, oh, whatever, man, other celebrities getting COVID. And then some, you know, might uh, have an opinion like we do, of course, uh, over it. And that is because we're talking about people that are are pretty big in their in their social circles. Right. Um, they're pretty big in circles of an example for David Chappelle in the black community. Right. Um, he has been uh, very prominent for decades. Right. It's not like David Chappelle just came up. No, I mean, David Chappelle has been on the scene, I think, since like the late 80s, maybe. Uh, I know for sure, like in the 90s, because he was, you know, big in that one movie, uh, uh, Dr. Doolittle, not Dr. Doolittle, uh, Nutty Professor, excuse me. Um, and, you know, you've seen him in countless other movies. And recently he even did that. Uh, I think it was like a monologue or something slash, um, you know, a standup um, where he talked about George Floyd. He named it uh, literally after the number of minutes and seconds that a knee was placed, you know, by that uh, POS officer on, on George Floyd's neck. So, you know, again, and then, of course, we're going to go to someone like Elon Musk. I mean, do I need to say more? Right. I think he recently became the most richest man in the world. And then even Joe Rogan. Right, who has a massive, massive deal with Spotify, who has been all over the news over the last probably six months to a year since he went over to Spotify because of, of, of different issues, right? Not related to this. But again, 
people that are, again, really, really big in their social circles. And here you have one of them that gets COVID, which in and of itself is not really a big deal. People have gotten COVID and I think people will continue to get COVID until somehow we're completely done with it. The problem is an example, the picture, which is what I think a lot of these uh, media sources uh, or news sources are, are, you know, passing around and they're saying you have big names all together without a mask in a, in a, you know, uh, comedy club, you know, where, where they're all working, I guess. Right. I mean, not Elon Musk and, and his partner, but certainly, you know, you have Chappelle and Joe Rogan, right? Chappelle is there as a main act and Rogan is there actually as a, as an opening act or supporting act. And, you know, there's this whole thing planned out where they were going to do on how many days, how many shows. And the article mentioned, right, that people were doing or, or people managing the club were doing to make sure that the club was safe was upon entry into the event. Attendees received a rapid COVID-19 antigen test and were asked to wear a face mask at all times. Um, the one thing that I hear, it just personally speaking, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like a facepalm moment was that instead of, you know, the usual little tables with, you know, two people, one person, and then there's a whole bunch of them spread out. The idea here was that they were going to only have people purchase entire tables. Okay. Of four, six or eight seats, which in my opinion, it's still, it's still a lot of people. I mean, unless you're talking about only maybe two to three tables, yeah, I don't think it was two to three tables. I mean, these are massive people, you know, in, in terms of their popularity, right? Many people want to go see them. And I don't think they're doing shows anymore for a couple hundred dollars, right? It's not like this is the beginning of their career, right? Again, all these people here are worth millions. So even if it's for the for the love of the craft of, of you know, of, of doing comedy shows, I, I want to say that there was probably a dozen or so tables with, again, some of them sitting or six or eight individuals. I still think that's a lot of people, even with that instant test, which by the way, side note, Joe Rogan has said multiple times that he does to all of his guests, you know, when, when they're going to attend uh, kind of like a live thing he does right with, with, you know, interviews on what they call them anymore. Um, and listen, in one, one side, you can say, well, Hey man, they're doing everything they could. It was just an unfortunate thing. Or, Hey, like some people are saying, by the way, Maybe it was uh, Elon Musk's, um, you know, uh, partner who, by the way, was test tested positive for COVID uh, not too long ago, and I admitted it on openly on a on a uh, Instagram uh, post, which Joe Rogan has come out and and kind of defended her, right? So Joe Rogan has this uh, uh, Instagram post where you know he posts the David Chappelle right from TMZ, Dave Chappelle test positive for COVID nineteen, cancels TX as in Texas, shows. Joe Rogan commented on his own post, you know, saying, um, edit it, you know, because people are asking, I was not exposed to the person who ha uh, had COVID and have tested negative every day this week. Also, the person that gave COVID to Dave was not Elon's partner at, and then Grimm's or Grimes is her, is her at and on uh, Instagram. So, you know, he's he's definitely trying to to say, hey, I don't I don't have it. I haven't tested, you know, positive. Uh, it wasn't me who gave it to, to Dave. And he is saying he doesn't believe it was, uh, you know, at Grimes, um, Elon's partner, because, you know, even though she tested positive, I think a month or two weeks ago or something like that. 
listen, my final thoughts on this is this. It sucks because Joe Rogan is one of those people that is loved by many. Um, I'm going to admit that I'm one of them. No, maybe not a crazy fan. You know, I'm not the biggest fan, but I, I definitely admire the work Joe Rogan has done over the last, I don't know, five, six years, which is when I started seeing him. I don't know he's been around much longer. Um, it sucks because he's spoken about massive parties on his own show, about other influencers and being irresponsible and then just random celebrities that have contracted COVID. And usually he hasn't put those people in the best light. Even people that he has interviewed prior, right? He said, well, you know, it sucks, but you got to be more careful. You got to do this. You know, always given his like, um, I don't know, like his Joe Rogan advice that usually comes from like this higher, I don't know, um, thinking, you know, place in his mind, which is why, you know, a lot of people like him because he has a lot of common sense. But I, I feel like it failed him here. I don't, I don't mean to be too overly aggressive, but man, you know, how many people depend on all of you guys, right? In terms of, of jobs, you know, I don't think that his employees depend on him doing stand up. I think his employees, both for Elon and Joe Rogan, at least depend on actually their call it, call it their daytime jobs, right? Joe Rogan with his podcast and Elon, well, I mean, all his companies and for them to put themselves out there in situations where you can, you know, you increase the, 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 uh, you know, the, the potential of you getting COVID, I feel like it's irresponsible. Right. And again, there is a bias cause I like the guy and I, and to be honest with you, I like Elon too, but I, I kind of feel personally let down here. I just, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's a, it's a tough one. I mean, when you look at the photo, I mean, it was a pretty irresponsible thing to do. I mean, yeah, take your photo. I mean, how many times have you done that as well during the pandemic where you've actually, when you, I, I seem to have this chip in my brain now wherever there's like a group photo or something like that, or whenever I say hello to anybody or anything like that, I'm just like, uh, <laughs> uh, is this a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Obviously, obviously it's not. It's not a good idea. I mean, like you say, it's like a lot of people do do rely on these people to make a living, you know, and and it it, it does suck. I don't, I don't wish any bad on any of those people, but it was kind of irresponsible of them. I mean, these people are making, you know, six, seven figures, maybe even eight figures in some people's cases. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's, that, that didn't protect exactly. them. Exactly. I don't think that they're they were going to go broke. Because, you know, they couldn't do this, you know, the, the, the comedy thing or whatever. David Chappelle, I don't know his financials. I know he's been around for a long time, but I don't know that he is uh, as rich as obviously Elon Musk or for that matter, even Joe Rogan. Um, you know, maybe he's doing it because, he, you know, he needs the, the, the gig money. Uh, but again, you have people like Elon Musk and Joe Rogan who I don't I definitely don't think, he, you know, they do. And again, it's, it's all about what they have said before. Now, Elon, by the way, in, in part, I know I've, I've heard him um, either on interviews or maybe even on, on Twitter posts uh, downplay the, the, the virus a little bit, downplay like the, the, the facts or the numbers, which is OK, fine. I mean, he's not a naysayer. I shouldn't you know, I don't want to give that impression. He hasn't said, oh, it's not real. No, no he's, I don't think he's ever said of that. But I, it feels like some of his arguments have been like, well, you know, numbers are inflated and, and you know, there are certain people benefiting, which very well may be true. Again, Joe Rogan, on the other hand, has has on his show, uh, you know, kind of clown a little bit on on people that have contracted it, specifically those that are celebrities, right? Um, 
and saying, oh, you kind of, you should know better, which is where I would say, you know, you know, Joe, you should have known better. Like there's only so many things you can prevent, right? Um, if you know that, you know, you're, you're hanging out with someone that you kind of know their, their schedule, they're not really going out anywhere. Um, they're being super careful and, and, and whatnot. Great. They are safe. Here's a problem. It's everyone else that's coming into the club. It's the fact that there is no no actual science uh, that can prove without an ounce of a doubt that this virus, you know, doesn't travel further than the eight feet or six feet or whatever they're mandated nowadays, right? Um, and when you have a, a, a room, people or people, by the way, are what laughing. You know, what do you potentially think is coming out? Even if you tell me, JT. They say that they're supposed to be wearing masks at all times. Yeah, I know. That's what they say in a lot of places. What did I say a couple of videos ago where someone's like holding their shirt like this or even, you know, they 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 want to like lift it up just a little bit above their nose to breathe a little bit more or breathe, you know, breathe their, you know, breathe something that's not their breath. Um, so all that are possibilities. Right. And again, those clubs usually are not, you know, the, the, the clubs that are maybe open air in a in a concert or something. They're usually in pretty close quarters. You know what I mean? Um, and so anyways, I mean, that's just, it's a little bit of a letdown, that's all. You know, do I think uh, any less of these individuals? Uh, not necessarily. I feel bad for them. I, I wish all of them, hopefully, a speedy recovery if they all end up contracting COVID. Certainly David Chappelle, who's been confirmed. Um, you know, that's that's what I'll leave, I'll leave it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, well, the other thing to bear in mind as well is like I would probably imagine that this being a club is probably going to be selling booze as well, you know. So people's face masks, what drink? Really <coughs> good point. Yeah, really damn good point. Shit. So even yeah, that. So, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I think so. It 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 is for the benefit of uh, someone else, I guess. I'm not necessarily saying it's for the. Ooh, I'm not necessarily saying it's for the benefit of. Of the figurehead, shall we say, like whether you're, you're Elon Musk's or Dave Chappelle's, there, there's other people like that venue is probably having serious financial problems right now. So they're probably thinking that, you know, this event will this event will help, and they need it. They need the money. Bis yeah. Small businesses need the money. You know. I, I agree, and I get what you're saying. By the way, um, and other than uh, Elon Musk, I mean the other two are are helping by you know maybe you're right. By an appearance or something, right? And and and, and giving business to the to club, I say uh, other than Elon Musk, because Elon Musk can solve uh, most most people's problems by signing a check and 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 not feeling it moments after signing it. He's like, oh, that's okay. Here you go. The interest I just made on everything else has paid for that. Whatever, right? But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I uh, it's one of those mixed emotions, at least personally, right? By the way, someone that has unfortunately lost someone to COVID would disagree with me, right? And say, are you effing kidding me, JT? Screw these rich people, blah, 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 blah. And we'll bash them and say, you know, they're the worst human being. So that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a mixed bag, right? Because uh, I too have critiqued the rich and powerful time and time and again. And of course, I, I already owned up to my bias here. Um, you know, I have this bias where I like these these guys, and it's like, fuck, you let me down, man. You let me down. Yeah, it really does suck. But 
There you go. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you for watching the show. Uh, as always, you can catch any of these shows on any of our platforms. If you don't know where to find all these platforms, you can go to the YouTube section down below and click on the link tree. It'll be the everything everywhere that you can find the show is located there. I appreciate it if you follow everything in there. You have no idea how much it helps the show. Uh, in addition, if you can also hit that like button if we've earned it, the subscribe, the bell notification, and uh, if you want to join join the sh the channel on here on YouTube to uh, to help sponsor us, it really helps. I know I just asked you guys to do a whole bunch of things. Again, only if we've earned it. Only if you if you you know you feel that uh you know you want to partake in everything we're trying to do here for you guys. Uh, but yeah, with that, uh, thank you for watching and uh, until next time, see ya.